did. Friends, grace and peace to you from God, our Creator, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. It is good to be together. Thank you for whatever your situation was that you faced this morning to get here. It is good to see your faces. And thank you to those who are listening out on the radio. It is good to worship alongside one another. This first week of Advent, my first question is, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Things flash across our minds like, until we have enough time, until we have enough money, waiting until the kids are out of the house, waiting until we have kids, waiting for the test results to come back, waiting for someone to say that they're sorry, waiting for somebody to change, waiting for a new election, until the time is right, or as John Mayer sings, if you know this song, waiting for the world to change. We know waiting. We talk about it frequently, and we find ourselves in the seat of waiting many times. On the other hand, what can't wait? What can't wait? What ideas or actions are so important to us that we feel that they cannot wait? Have we intentionally thought about that? I'm going to let you just think about that for a little bit. What can't wait? Well, what can't wait? That is our theme for this Advent season this year. We hope you noticed when you came in the chalkboard out in the narthex, out in the lobby. As you come in, it says, what can wait? And there's little baskets of chalk out there. You can write up answers each week if you'd like. And as you leave worship, we want you to leave with the thought of what can't wait. And maybe as the Holy Spirit works in your heart here this morning, you might have some ideas to write up on there as you leave worship today. So what can't wait? You see, some things are just so important that they cannot wait. And some things are so important that they're out of our control that regardless of how we feel about it, they won't wait, right? And some things that maybe don't serve us so well anymore, we need to let go of them. We need to set them down and let them wait. So we invite you, again, to think about these ideas in your own lives. What can wait? What can't Wait. We were reminded last week that the church year came to an end, right? Which means that today we begin the new church year. The church year always begins with Advent, the time we are waiting for the arrival of baby Jesus, right? Here is where our Christian story always begins. It always begins here with Advent, a time of waiting. And the text I read to you today from the prophet Isaiah, those are the first words we hear as we begin Advent. And they are words of hope. The first words of the church year are words of hope. For a moment, let's take a look back 
to the people of Isaiah's time. They were losing hope and needed God to speak. The children of Israel had gone for 400 years without hearing from God. That would be a span of time covering multiple generations. They'd been waiting so long, many forgot what they were even waiting for. And so Isaiah, as a prophet, and a prophet in ancient times, and even today, has the role of proclaiming to the people what God says. The prophet reminds the people that they have hope, that God is up to something, that God has not left them, that God has given them a promise, and that they are waiting with hope. Isaiah is speaking to a people that were in exile from their home. They'd been wandering in the wilderness for so long they had forgotten that they were God's people. They had lost their hope. In fact, they had begun to look for their hope in empty idols and within their own control. 400 years. That's a long time. 400 years is a long time to remember what you're even hoping for. In those five short verses that I read to you, Isaiah reminds the people who God is. Reminds them who God is. Isaiah shares God's vision of what the future looks like. That in God's promised day, there will be peace and there will be justice God's vision has all the nations coming together, all cultures, all races, all languages coming to the mountain of the Lord's house. And there, God will teach us how to walk in his path, to walk in the light of the Lord. Verse 4 says that God will judge all nations and arbitrate for many people. Those are the two strong verbs of God's action in this text. And at first, those words might sound like a threat about judgment. But judge and arbitrate. Listen more closely and you hear the word of promise. There is a word of promise there. God is promising to bring peace. God will make things right for all people. It is a hopeful message of what the future holds. And then Isaiah gives us this image of turning swords into plowshares, turning spears into pruning hooks. Um, If you haven't already picked up one of the What Can't Wait devotionals, and I think there's still a few out on the table out there, We'll be printing more, but as you open it, the very first devotion has the picture of hands turning swords into plowshares. And I just have to add, too, a plowshare is a plow. You know, I grew up in an agricultural community, but I was an in-town girl. I'd be like, what's a plowshare? (laughs) It's a plow, something to break the dirt, something that builds community, that brings life. So I encourage you to pick up one of those devotions if you haven't already and uh, participate with us as we work through these texts and this imagery. So turning swords into plowshares, turning spears into pruning hooks, or yes, I have to wonder if the ancient people 
if they let out an audible laugh. No different than today. Turning our conflicts into peace, that seems like a very faraway vision from what we experience today. That we might use instruments that divide us, whether that's swords or words of hate, and transform them into tools that will build community. The ancient people, maybe us as well, would stand back and think, well, that's impossible, God. And it does seem impossible to us. But as we know, nothing is impossible for God. And nothing better demonstrates that than the season of Advent. The time we wait for God to become human. A baby that will be born into poverty at a time of oppressive government. A baby that will be our king and yet suffer and die. Rise again so that we might live. That sounds pretty impossible. God does impossible things all the time. Now to wait for something means that we have hope that it will happen. Right? We don't wait around too long for things that we don't think are going to happen. Just like the people of Isaiah's time, we know wilderness time as well. But unlike those ancient people, we know God's full story. We know the story of Jesus. We persevere on because we are people who live with hope. We got a lot of snow out there, but we believe and wait for spring. Right? We believe in miracles, so as our loved ones take their last breaths, we wait with hope to be reunited with them in eternal life. When the harvest hasn't been good, in fact, it's been quite a struggle, we plant again. We are people of hope because of God, because we are working toward, praying for, and waiting for God's promised day. We begin this Advent season with the reminder, the reminder of our hope. We light that first candle of Advent. The flicker of that small light reminds us that hope is alive. And I really encourage you to somehow light a candle at home for this first week of Advent. Take a moment to take a deep breath and remember that we are people of hope. We are waiting for God to do the impossible as we wait for the birth of Jesus. Advent is this time to slow down, reorient, reorient ourselves to God, to believe in God's promise that all will be made new, that a transformation is possible. And to remember that all of this happens, it all happens because God loves you. Because God loves us. Because God loves us so much, God says, I can't and I won't wait to show you how much I love you. I'm coming now. 
And so our invitation again for this Advent season is to think about the things that get in the way of our trusting God's promise. His hope of, a promise of hope and vision for our future. What are the things that can't wait? What are the things that can wait? Like our self-doubt or our fears, our divisiveness, our differences. And what can't wait? Don't wait to forgive. Don't wait to love or to be kind, to let go of what holds you back from trusting God, from trusting God's promise, from having hope. Believe in the impossible. Let that flicker of hope grow within your heart. Unrelenting hope, unstoppable and persistent, that is God's hope for creation. That is God's hope for you. That is the hope we've been given from God through Jesus Christ. And God's hope has the ability to change our lives. If you kept close in your heart that God has relenting hope for you, what might that do to change your life? As the hymn says that we will sing later, my heart shall sing of the day you bring. Let the fires of your justice burn. Wipe away all tears, for the dawn draws near and the world is about to turn. Would you pray with me? Holy One, we are an Advent people those who are called to struggle for a new and transformed world for all your creation. Help us to claim this Advent season as a renewed commitment to bring your kingdom into being on behalf of all those who are waiting and hoping for justice and peace. Thanks be to God. Amen.